Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have today as our guest, Julian Discursi, and um, we have some unusual uh, information for you, background that I'd like to fill, fill in. Um, Julia, Julia, Jillian, sorry. Um, if you would like for me to give you some background uh, for, for my audience, would that be okay with you? Absolutely. Okay. Um, what this is, is uh, Jillian is in Oklahoma. And I believe you just arrived there. I'm, the well, I'm based in I'm based in New York, and I'm going to be in. Okay, I thought you were on your way already. <laughs> My fault. Um, what what yeah, we're doing? Yeah, no, not till Sunday, <laughs> almost. <laughs> okay, uh, in the, um, uh, the 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 goal here is the Invicta Fighting Championships. It's the only all female MMA promotion puts the spotlight on world-class female athletes like Jillian here, local stars like Jillian here, and talented up and comers. Invicta, Invicta FC 49, a hard-hitting fight card boasting exciting debuts, long-awaited returns, and a wholly hotly anticipated main event for the Adam Waite title broadcast live from Sugar Creek Casino in Hinton, Oklahoma. And that's why I'm talking to Jillian today. She is a finalist. She is going to be batting full of fight for the championship. Is that right? Jillian? That is correct. Very okay. soon. You speak up any time you want to. So don't have to wait on me. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, okay. Just, let it, just let it loose. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and we're having the privilege of, of being able to to interview uh, uh, Jillian. And uh, for for my audience, it's uh, it's an incredible uh, possibility that we could be doing this. And uh, as we know, we usually concentrate on on integrity. Um, but I uh, have a way I'm going to play that for you a little later on. Um, I um, have a little more introduction. Uh, you're from Long Island in New yes, York? Yes, I'm right? from Long Island. Okay. That's correct. Uh, it says um, New York's DeCursey emphatically made her case for a little shot with a highlight real 61 second knockout of Lindsay Van Zant at Invicta FC 47, which I believe was last May. Apart from yes, being very okay, good, apart from being a threat in the octagon, Tillian's full-time profession outside of fighting is running a private counseling practice as a licensed mental health counselor. She is a passionate advocate for mental health 
in reducing the stigma behind it. Additionally, she was a Division II college basketball player and has only been fighting in MMA as an adult. She also has two adorable pit, pit bulldogs who she considers her best friends. <laughs> so you yeah, see, yeah, you get one of the, one of them is growling right now as you say that. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. So, uh, so you, yes. you speak you speak pitbull, huh? I do speak pitbull. So I'm <laughs> snapping at them right now. <laughs> uh, this is great. I uh, have looked at that particular moment in the uh, the, the May championship, or allow, which allowed you <laughs> to drop into the championship slot, uh, which yes. is uh, and. Uh, uh, you had a you were you were you were uh, un, you you unwound the world when you when you when that happened, uh, and, I, and I I soaked it all up completely. Uh, oh, now, thank one, you. <laughs> now one thing, uh, one I guess some person had described the punch that you had made within one minute of of the of the uh, of the bout. And the the one one I, I thought it was a straight on just cross right hand cross, but they're right. calling it yep. they're calling it a hook. I didn't, I didn't see. Yeah, a hook. it wasn't really a hook. Yeah, yeah. no, it was a, it was a straight a straight right hand. That's right. That's that's the only way. And and there's something else now. Now, uh, Jillian has uh, a nickname, and it's Lionheart. And yes. to me, that's heart as big as a lion. But what we may need to start calling you Lightning Lionheart. You struck like <laughs> lightning. <laughs> you did. You struck like lightning. <laughs> and, and, Thank you. <laughs> and I had a number of uh, of uh, people on the uh, on the mic that was describing the um, the knockout and how it how it happened and how. Something like this is for 105 pounds. Uh, for 105 pounds, it's just unbelievable what she did. Um, but she yeah, was not uh, a not a common thing that happens. That's right. And you, but you were determined. You could tell that uh, very determined. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> you brought all that determination with you, or going to be with you when you come into Oklahoma. Oh, absolutely. I uh I, I went I, I grew up some in Oklahoma. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, I was a high school wrestler. Oh, that's awesome! That's more of my Oklahoma. forte, like grappling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It um, it's uh, it's it's fantastic for having you, and I'm gonna just kind of wing it here. I have nothing in order to do. I had a lot of people talking about you. And I pulled for a little bit from from them. Um, first of all, it's well known that you love to fight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, when did you get this love to fight? Did it develop? Um. Well, I mean, I was an athlete like my entire life, and it just um, fighting just kind of happened. I just started training like martial arts, and then it um, it just it just happened from there. And then I, I did it once and I was like, this, this is amazing. I really like it. 
Well, um, it certainly is is allowing you to the opportunity to have here in, a, in a, the championship. It's uh, it's wonderful. Um, you've you've also talked to to others, and you could describe for me for my audience. Uh, you you're having a grinding style. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. Okay. Um, it's just, so grinding style is like kind of where you just keep, you, you keep going and you just, you're like in close proximity and you just try and like wear the person down. Right. Right. And, uh, I mean, that's one of the objectives in, in the MMA. <laughs> um, I also just was kind of surprised because it, I remember you saying that you've always have the mutual respect of your opponents. Is that true? Well, you don't have to get um, mad yeah, at them always, before you fight them? Um, no, I actually prefer not to. Um, I don't really like to, like, when you have a fight, when it's somebody that you really don't like as a person. Um, I don't like mm -hmm. that energy or that vibes to come into the fight because it's a sport, right? So, it, yeah, it's a fighting sport. But at the end of the day, we're both just, we're people, right? We're living our lives outside. So I'd rather... I'd rather fight somebody that I respect or someone that I, you know, like. Yes, I understood that. Uh, the um, the other person that I guess was eliminated from competition, this competition anyway, you had known her a very long time. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we were, we were, uh, we had like connected a lot. We fought as amateurs. We, um, you know, we stayed in contact um, and we like we, we didn't go into the fight with bad blood and it was nice. You described um, the first round as short as it was of putting it all together. Is, is and, and elaborate on that for us, please. Um, so um, I've always been viewed as like a, a grappler and like everybody knew that that was like my, you know, my threatening point. Um, and to be able to get a knockout, it felt like it all kind of came together where it was like, okay, look, you know, I didn't even need to use my grappling this fight. I was able to use the completely opposite end of the game and, and finish it. Well, it, there was a connection there. It was obvious to me that if you really did what you did, then you got the, the, the placement in the championship, and you did. Yes, and that was the, uh, you know, it, that, that, that's the ultimate goal, right? It is, it is, and you got there, which is fantastic. Um, I think that one of the things that has helped you, you, you had said recently over the last uh, eight weeks or so, that you were, um, striking a lot better because you were you were just described to be a a powerhouse from the right. last eight weeks and can you describe that <laughs> eight weeks um so it's just it was like it just it, it it all felt like i was like stronger faster um like more explosive and like when i was landing my shots everything was landing hard um when i was doing pads and you know, to the point my coach was like, he, he had said, I think it was like maybe like a week out from that fight. He was like, that right hand is going to hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fact, Jack. Um, <laughs> it is, um, 
you know, it was, uh, it was work. You've been working on your striking, uh, and you, you do have a lot of power. I, I was surprised with that. Boom, it was a <laughs> lot of power. And, uh, it, uh, and I'm, I bet your opponent didn't think about it either. Um, oh, no, no, absolutely not, especially because before that fight, everybody just viewed me as a grappler. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you've obviously showed them. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let's see. You, oh, you, you did, you did. You, you had a message for Invicta uh, after your fight. And I believe you said for a long time, You've made, uh, put your demand forth to get a shot at the championship after the knockout. And, and that came true. It turned out that was, yes. a, it was a convincing statement you made and, uh, and they, and they gave you the spot. That they did. Um, I knew, I knew, um, you know, I like to talk with like my actions instead of words. And I knew that that action like was enough to be able to now like use my words to back it up. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you know what? I did the action. Now I can, now I can use my words to, to call for what I want. Well, it was, a, it was, a, it happened so fast. It was so, ter it was so fantastic um, how you did that. Uh, you were just primed, ready. You prepared properly. Um, I think that many things come into play for every uh, fight that you go into. Uh, now you've reached a level that uh, you've got to be on your on your best. And I probably think you have a lot of, you got a, a lot of best stuff in in your pockets, and your purse, and all those things. Now they're all over you. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you try and uh, build the toolbox every every fight, right? Add more, add more tools in there. Uh huh. And and there's probably a uh, oh some sessions that you have with respect to strategy uh, with your with your manager and what do you think uh, about the uh, opponent and what to do about it and then how to attack it. Is that how things go? Um, yeah, I, like my coaches usually watch like film, like I'll watch film and then we'll all kind of come together and like collaborate on like what we think my strengths are, what we think, you know, um, best courses of ac action um, are like for a specific opponent. Um, but more recently, we've been focusing more trying to just like, okay, what are my strengths and what are we going to try and make come out in a fight no matter what the other person does. Exactly. And stay with your strategy because you've already right. had a, an opportunity to see what they have and how they deliver it would be one. Right. Um, would you, as a matter of those people, um, do you look at yourself as say more of an, uh, this is gonna sound silly, but um, are you more, um, what's the word I'm searching for? Um, you're not a defensive uh, player, uh, fighter. Uh, you're a, you're a go get them, and you're bringing it all out as much as you can every time you have an opportunity. Um, yeah, that's usually the goal. 
Yeah, usually like I like to try and like bring it to the other person, not like uh, just sit back and let them play their game. I try and, um, you know, just be in their face in whatever way I can be. Well, um, this this was such a, uh, I keep talking about it. I got to shut up. <laughs> no, you're good. I don't mind it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, with, well, that's what, you know, that, that, that's what get, put you on the train and, and, and that's good. And I, I know you have that confidence because it, it comes with the, the position now uh, and your, right. your opportunity is, is one, which, which is still uh, yours. You, know, you still have the opportunity. Right. I don't see any reason to talk about your opponent. Do you? Um, no, I usually try like to like focus more on me. Um, and yes. you know, they're doing their thing. They're going to come in the best that they can be. Um, mm -hmm. and I got to be my best. Right. Right. How much film time do you actually have in preparation? Videos? Um, I'll, I usually do that. Um, yeah, but I usually do that more at the beginning of camp. And then like, as it gets closer to the fight, um, I don't do that as much because I feel like it just clouds like your mindset, right. And takes your focus off of mm -hmm. what you need to do in the present moment. Right. Right. Now I, I read parts of the uh, daily routine that you go through. And the first thing was to go for a run. Uh, I used to do triathlons. Once upon a time, in a galaxy far, far away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a uh, there was a man. You just can't run it into the ground all the way up to the to the bell ring. You know, you've got to be able to, to taper. Right. How do you taper? Yep. How do you taper? Um, it's yep. So usually, like um, about like a week or two out, um, I start to pull back, like on like hard sparring. Um, and just kind of switch over to more like pads and like calculated like drill work, um, switch up the conditioning to like more like low impact um, conditioning, like doing the bike, um, you know, not lifting up, trying not to put as much strain on your body so it can be as recovered as possible going into the fight. Right, right. As much as possible. Absolutely. Um, what about nutrition? Is that something you have to stick pretty pretty tight with um yeah I, I i think it's a good idea not everybody does um this is like my first camp that i've actually used a like a strict nutritionist with like a strict nutrition plan and you know it, it requires like a lot of discipline to stay mm -hmm. on top of it but the the results have been like you know phenomenal like just like feeling better um making sure like i'm putting the right fuel into my body um, cause even though I had an idea of like what I should do and how I should eat, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we think are like good and healthy, but the purpose of them is not, you know, or the timing of just to eat certain things and having someone that's like an expert in that area, um, has really been helpful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, you've reached the level now where you not only deserve that, but you've got to have it. Uh, it's just yeah. part of your Yeah. They, it's not really an option. <laughs> right. That's right. It's no option. <laughs> Now, when you go running, do you take the dogs with you? Um, it depends on where I go. Like, um, if I go to like the track, um, I can't because they're just not allowed there. But if I go like into 
Um, if I'm doing like a trail run or something like that, then yeah, absolutely. They're, they're there with me. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. I bet they enjoy it too. Oh yeah. They, they, they love it. <laughs> and then they, uh, you know, it's not like they're pulling me trying to run all over the place. So I get extra workout in. <laughs> now let's see, you're, you're fighting, you're full fighting in the atom weight. Um, is that right? There's a classification. Yes. And, and they're, yep. and they're, they're divided by how much you weigh or, or can right. weigh. Okay. Um, can you describe those? Yep. So like I mean, like, the, there's just, um, yep. So they, so it's all different weight classes. Um, so it's like they the lowest one is atom weight, which is 105 pounds. Then the next one would be 115 pounds, which is straw weight. Um, after straw weight, we have 125 pounds, which is fly weight. And then there's 135, which is bantam weight. Mm -hmm. Weren't you, once um, there's a 145. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. a 145 pound division too, but it's just not that there's not so many, um, females in that. And that, that's like a feather weight. I see. I see. Now you were a straw weight for a while. Is that right? Yeah, as an amateur, I did most of my fights at a straw at straw weight. Um, a lot of that was just not really knowing I could fight any lower than that because um, mm -hmm. I wasn't really like you know we all cut weight to make to make our you know usually what weight class we're in. Um, and that I wasn't really cutting weight. I was just kind of like showing up to the fight where I was at. <laughs> well, um, what caused you to to do that? Other than you could probably do better in another classification. Um, it just, I had one fight where I, um, I fought somebody that did cut a lot of weight and like the size difference was like a big factor, um, in the fight. Oh. And it was just, and then mm -hmm. it, you know, it came to, to know that it was like, oh, wait, I can fight at a lower weight class. Like that's where I, you know, that's where I actually belong. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to drop 10 pounds? Um, it, I mean, it takes like, I mean, you can, I can do it. I can do 10 pounds in like a day, um, but oh, it, that's really? just water. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> just water and you put it back on. So it's not actual, like, like you lose it for the scale, but like, you're not legitimately like losing it because <laughs> you can't stay <laughs> in that, in that state for very long. Right. You can't be hungry all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, I mean, it's not, you can be, it's just not so good for social interactions, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I, uh, of course, had to go through the same routine when I was a high school wrestler. It's the same thing. Yeah. You, know, you, you got you to make the weight. Yep. That's all there is. You got to make the weight. Okay. Yeah, you, you got to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't a lot of fun, but I knew I had to do it. And uh, right. I loved wrestling. But I moved to Texas with my parents, and they didn't have wrestling in schools in Texas when I moved there. Really? Really? I would think it would be big in yeah. I would think it would be big in Texas too. Well, it it took them about an, another fifteen years after I got there, and by then I was married wow. and with a family. So right. it, um, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I'm glad I did it because there were a lot right. of when I was went to college, you know. All the big guys wanted to wrestle with me uh, because I right, right. and they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. 
Yeah, it is. Um, have you thought about in any way um, um, shifting over to helping people in terms of the mental illness? Are those facts, kinds of things that you deal with frequently? Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I, um, so like outside of fighting, that's, um, you know, pretty much what I, what I do. That's like what really pays my bills and, um, you know, it's like my, my other passion. Well, it sure ought to be. Um, yeah, it's, uh, there's not enough of you to go around in, in this world that want to help people <laughs> with respect to a mental problem. Um, yeah. It's, I admire you for doing that. Uh, oh, thank you. That, I'm hoping that others, a lot of other people are listening to this, that they could uh, do what you do and still accomplish uh, helping. Uh, it's, I, I can't really call it a disease, but, you know, mental, uh, well, what's the word I'm the looking concerns for? concerns or issues, right? Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're good at it, I, I would think so. Yeah, I, I like to think so. I mean, I get a lot of uh, clients I see refer refer other people to me. So I say that's a pretty good sign, right? Yes, that's, that's the way you do it. And then over time, your room is going to be, your waiting room is going to be full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been getting that way, which is, which is, it's, it's good and bad. Um, it's good because, uh -huh. you know, it is, it is a business too, but it's, it's sad because that means that many more people are going through stuff. Uh huh. Well, I think that uh, we're getting close, pretty close to uh, to our time being up. I've had a I've had a good time uh, talking with you. Uh, I didn't think yes, I could learn this. Too. I didn't think I'd learn this much in a day. Now the your your fight is actually on. Is it a week from today or a week from yesterday? It was a week from yesterday because on a Wednesday. Okay. 28th, yep. right. Well, I think that uh, Vecta, they also have opportunities in terms of uh, television for the, for the bout to, uh, to be seen. Um, do you know those particularly? Um, the, yes, it is. Um, it's actually right on YouTube, so it's nice and easy. Um, oh, okay. usually it's right on the homepage on a, on YouTube, but you uh -huh. can, um, if you just type in Invicta FC, the, the card will come up. It's, uh, streamed for free on there. Great. Great. Uh, I intend to be watching you and awesome. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, now you have to remember that I'm watching you. <laughs> 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 I, I'm a determined person too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, so I'm going to feel your determination through, Absolutely. The, through the screen. Absolutely. Um, I have to sign off now with, uh, with my listeners. And I want to thank my listeners for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. And um, I uh, am saying so long to them and happy trails to all. Uh, John Smith signing off.